You are now listening to Glowing Older, the podcast that goes deep with the experts shaping senior living. Brought to you by Motivo, game-changing innovation and mobility, partnering with senior living communities to reduce falls and increase resident quality of life. Enter promotional code GLOW100 at buymotivo.com for $100 off. Hello and welcome to the Glowing Older Podcast, where we interview experts on innovation and senior living. I'm your host, Nancy Griffin, and I'm so pleased to be here today with Jeremy Konopau, co-founder of Motivo, Independence by Design. Welcome to the program, Jeremy. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, It's a real pleasure to be here. Uh, Well, thank you. Before we get started into digging into some of the details of your company, uh, tell us about your background and how you got started doing this uh, new enterprise. I was kind of one of those annoying kids that sort of always wanted to, always knew I wanted to be when I grew up from about the age of four. And, um, you know, I always knew I wanted to be an inventor of some sort. And there's a there's a caricature like a, a mall artist did of me when I was like eight years old of sitting at a workbench, tinkering away with something and, and, uh, and an artist smock behind me. And so ever since a young age, I knew that when I was working on those sorts of things, or inventing something or sculpting something, you know, time would just sort of disappear. And to me, that was the cue that, okay, maybe this is what I should be doing. I enjoy doing it. And so ever since that point on, I've gone about uh, educating myself on how to actually do that and learning what those, those skills are, along with a bit of a need to, to actually have some impact on, on the planet while I'm here. So I um, went to school in, for engineering and then later on for product design and worked for a bunch of uh, Fortune 100 companies developing consumer products and working a lot in R&D and creating new businesses for them as well. Uh, everything from, you know, scissors and garden, pro- garden shears to malaria projects in Ghana and pediatric health in, in Nairobi and, and uh, showers for rescue workers at Ground Zero for 9-11. Um, so, you know, a, a career of trying to, trying to apply uh, user-centered design to purposeful projects wherever I could. And uh, after 25 years in, in big companies, uh, myself and, and Jennifer Harris uh, co-founded Motivo uh, with the intent of reinventing the world of mobility aids. Well, last time we spoke, uh, you were on your way to give a guest lecture um, at the memorial for the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And uh, I had to squeeze this story out of you because you're a humble guy, but I, I really want you to tell our listeners a little bit about how you became involved in the 9-11 rescue effort. Yeah, I guess I don't talk about it that much because I feel like, I mean, so many people did so many things that day that were way more heroic and, and of course lost, you know, or, and or lost uh, loved ones that day. But like everybody else, you know, I, I wanted to try to do something to help whatever I could that was, that was in some small way. Um, I was watching the footage on TV, and I happened to be working for Kohler at the time, designing uh, showers. And uh, I was watching the rescue workers come in from working at the at the site, covered in soot and grime and who knows whatever else, after an 18-hour or 36-hour shift, and getting hosed off in these kiddie pools with a literally a garden hose or a fire truck, 
and then uh, you know, then going inside to collapse for a few hours of sleep. And the thought occurred to me that, you know what, I, there's got to be a way to give them a better shower than a kiddie pool and a hose uh, for these folks that are, you know, literally risking their lives to try to save people. And 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 uh, um, so yeah, so I had this idea of to take a a semi truck off of our lot that was totally empty and convert it to a self-contained heated and air conditioned mobile shower truck uh, that we could deliver to ground zero. So the rescue workers had a place to take a hot shower after however many hours of, of, of work that they were doing and, and also give them a little bit of mental respite from, you know, from the work they were doing and, and living in, in these big groups. So I sent, uh, I spent one night, a Thursday night, all night, writing up a three-page proposal and, and a little drawing and sent it off to David Kohler. Not expecting much, but figured I've got to at least try. And uh, Monday morning, he called me and said, yes, uh, go ahead and do it. Much to uh, my surprise and, and suddenly my horror when I realized gosh, now I actually have to deliver this thing because I had promised that we could do it in a week. So we got started doing it and pulled in um, volunteers from all over Kohler, Wisconsin and Sheboygan, Wisconsin area and companies donated product. And, and lo and behold, we got, we got the mobile shower truck built in a week and delivered to ground zero a few days later. And it was the only working shower facility there at ground zero for about six months, uh, the Red Cross maintained it, and they said it, you know, provided uh, a little over a quarter million showers uh, while it was there. And um, yeah, that's that's uh, we were we were all very happy to be able to just do something to help the rescuers that were that were doing so much. I look back on that project. Besides the you know the impact that we were all grateful we were able to have, uh, it was also the thing in my career. I think that. Fortunately, early on in my career, that convinced me to sort of have this audacity that design and invention and innovation could actually take on some of these bigger, bolder problems and and actually have a real impact on them. And so, you know, I feel I, I do feel fortunate that I had that experience early in my career to sort of embolden me to take on bigger things like reinventing the world of mobility aids that have been the same for for so long but yeah that's that was that was quite quite the experience and i was fortunate to be able to have it at such a young point in my career well it's such a great example of innovation and and people coming together for a greater cause and obviously innovation is one of the key themes of the glowing older podcast jeremy and we're so happy to have motivo as our season seven sponsor so thank you for that Um, we're, we're, we are we are uh, ecstatic about being able to do it as well. Well, thank you. So tell us a little bit. How did you come up with the idea to be the apple of mobility, if you will? <laughs> well, I, I certainly appreciate that compliment. I, I don't know if we're quite there yet, but uh, um, we have heard that uh, reference. Um, we've heard Apple. We've heard Cadillac of walkers. We've, we've heard, uh, to be even more modern, we've heard the Tesla of walkers. But basically, um, you know, Jennifer Harris and I, we were both working at SC Johnson, uh, had both kind of at that point in our career where if we were ever going to take the leap to doing something on our own, we both felt it was kind of right. 
And coincidentally, we had both had family members that had to use these kinds of products um, around about that time. My, my late father was battling uh, ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, Jen's mother had recently broke her ankle and was using a rollator. Uh, her own, her grandfather had had ALS as well and been through using these products. My grandmother had. So as we were thinking about what we might want to do on our, on our own, we went through all the other, you know, um, categories of products that we could have worked on, um, and went through all the business cases for them. And at the end of the day, we ended up, uh, on, on this space because, it's ripe for innovation. It's been stuck kind of in a time capsule for so long, but also we had this personal passion for wanting to do something better. You know, I was just so appalled with kind of the antiquated solutions that were, I was stuck with for my dad. And I really, especially as a product designer, I, I really felt guilty almost for having to, to, to give him these, these things and not having a better option. And so I made a I made a promise to him that I was going to do something about it. And um, to this day, I, I every morning I wake up, I I recall that in my head, and and um, I try to do a little bit more to fulfilling that for him. So tell us how um, the tour is the the first product um, in Motivo's portfolio. So tell us how it's different from a traditional walker, and can you also give us just a bit of history on <laughs> walkers and in this country yeah. and globally. So Jennifer and I spent the first two years of our endeavor just talking to users of walkers, doctors, nurses, um, uh, rehab, uh, physical therapists, caregivers, senior living community uh, operators about if you were to start from a blank slate, what would you ideally like to have in a, a daily mobility product? And so again, the two years of doing those interviews and sketches and prototypes, and um, you know, and we we heard uh, a number of things over and over again that ultimately led us to this recipe that we you know our, our design criteria we would call it. You know, starting with first and foremost, uh, not wanting to be hunched over. You know, there's a big fear that people have of when they're going to use a walker that they're going to have to be hunched over. And unfortunately, because of the way that most traditional rolling walkers are designed with a fixed seat that's right in the way of where you should be standing, that, that, that is a rightful fear that people have. Uh, but beyond enabling people to walk more upright, which was job one for us, um, we also heard, you know, they wanted a place to carry a cup of coffee. They wanted a place to carry a plate of food. They wanted storage that was convenient to get at and that they didn't have to empty and remove every time they folded up the walker. And then lastly, which is probably equally as important, is they didn't want to feel like a hospital patient every time they stepped out of their door using something that looked like it belonged in a hospital. They didn't, they didn't like that stigma. And even my own grandmother, I mean, she broke her hip in her house because she got up one night, had to go to, the, to or she wanted a glass of water uh, in the kitchen. But because she was so embarrassed to use her old fashioned walker, she wouldn't even use it in her own house, and she ended up falling on her way to get a glass of water, and she never got out of the hospital as a result of that. So building a product, designing a product that people could actually feel good about using, that would actually add to their pride and dignity versus subtracting from it, 
was was another key design component that we really wanted to build around. So that that was that's kind of the DNA of of what led to the walker today, where you have a flip out seat, so it's it folds out of the way, it allows you to walk upright when uh, when you want to, but easily flips down uh, when you need a place to rest, and it's got the built-in tray and the storage and folds up nice and tight and stays standing, uh, all those good things. Um, so, um, but yeah, as to the, the history, um, you know, it's, it started actually in, in uh, the, the walker as we know it today, kind of the bare bones walker with the tennis balls. That was originally created for uh, injured war veterans in the world wars. And it, it wasn't really supposed to leave hospitals. It was just supposed to help the veterans recover in the hospital settings and then um, they'd be able to send them home. But somehow they found their way out of the hospitals and, and, um, and because of kind of how Medicare is set up and it sort of makes this artificial price fixed market, there wasn't a lot of incentive for companies to innovate uh, in the space. So unlike every other consumer product category that I've worked in in my career, this one is kind of stuck in this time bubble that really traces its roots all the way back to the 1940s. Um, you know, the last innovation was really in the 70s when, um, when a, a woman uh, in Sweden, I believe, put four wheels and a seat on her walker because she wanted a place to sit down. And while that solved her problem of wanting a place to sit down, it unfortunately um, degraded the ergonomics of the walker by not allowing her to walk inside it and upright. But, you know, that was really the last time there was a major innovation in this space. And it's so great. I just love the way that uh, people feel better that, you know, for so many reasons, they, they're physically and mentally, emotionally. Uh, so you have been wildly popular um, direct to consumer selling out like crazy. And you finally are at the point now where you're ready to partner with senior living communities and, and larger corporate groups. Um, to bring um, the Motivo tour to a larger group of people. So tell us how you see that working with the senior living operators. Yeah, well, you're, you're absolutely right. Our our biggest problem to date, which is a, sort of an embarrassment of riches, has been being able to make enough tours to keep up with demand. I mean, every time we ran a TV commercial, we'd break the call centers and we had to keep adding more call centers. And, and so then we spent the last year ramping up and totally reinventing our, our supply chain and production so that we could keep up with that. And we're just finally now at that point where we can keep up with and basically make as many walkers as, as, uh, as we can sell. And, and as the only walker company actually made in the USA, everything else is made overseas. So um, we, we made a commitment to doing that early on and also as a way to make sure we could keep innovation flowing into the product. Um, but with, with the senior living communities, you know, I think there's a great opportunity there uh, for them to provide a service to their, their residents of curating the best in class products to them and, and being able to provide them with whether it's their own in-house fleet of, of branded Motivo tours that they use for short-term rehab or as part of their um, part of their engagement programs or exercise programs um, or for, you know, prospective residents to be able to use. I, I think there's a, there's a huge opportunity for these senior living communities 
um, to be able to bring these in either on an individual basis for the residents or certainly as a, like I said, as a, as a custom branded uh, fleet of their own, which um, we, we did design that capability into the product. So we can fully custom brand a tour uh, for senior living communities um, that they can provide to the residents. And then when someone's out in public, um, you know, there's, there's the, uh, the brand uh, as well. And I know that's, that's becoming increasingly important in that senior living world, which is becoming very competitive, as you, as you know better than I do. Well, it's just interesting because I think there's just this birth of the brand in general of um, yeah. senior living facilities. So I think the opportunities are endless. And just thinking about branding opportunities in the hotel and resort industry, where I come from, a, a shampoo from the bathroom can, can right. become a status symbol and remind you of your experience uh, there. So I just see, you know, Jeremy, we've talked about this. I just see the women going out um, for lunch and and with pride that not only do they have their sexy motiva tour, but they have right. the, the name of their facility that they're proud of being in. Uh, and especially in a competitive market like Florida or Scottsdale, um, Arizona, you you really um, it, it would be such a huge a huge branding opportunity, and I think you're you're coming in at just the right opportunity for senior living communities to look at being trusted advisors to the residents. And I think that the distribution channels in senior living are, are going to change, and there'll be more opportunities. Uh, it just won't be such an institutional procurement for just the basics, it'll really open up a whole category of, of products and services. So it's really exciting. Yeah, I mean, ab- absolutely. I mean, coming from, you know, my background in consumer products and particularly very strongly branded consumer products, you know, whether it was Kohler or SC Johnson or Fiskars or Procter & Gamble, you know, I, I grew up in this world of, of the power of brand. And I think more and more of these senior living communities are, are understanding that. Um, and and the Motivo Tour can literally and figuratively uh, become a vehicle for for them uh, showcasing their brand and um, in in a physical form, but also getting it out there out into the public as as well as as you as you just uh, laid out. So we are we're really excited that we finally have the capacity to be able to do that and work with our senior living partners to to provide them with that. I think too, when they see some of the stats of um, how it changes posture and reduces falls and, yeah. you know, just a, a compliance issue, uh, forget usage issue, compliance issue alone, right? Well, for sure. I mean, that's, we've heard that time and again from uh, doctors and physical therapists in particular that, you know, number one, if you want people to prevent, to not fall, they actually have to use the product that you, that you prescribed to them or wanted them to use. And if they're embarrassed to use it, they're not going to use it. Um, so first and foremost, you've got to create a product that they'll actually use. And, um, and that's where I think the design side of it certainly comes into play. People are not only um, willing to use it, but they're, they're proud to use it. You know, we, we hear time and again from people who said teenagers have stopped them on the street to ask them what is that thing that you're that you're using and how cool it is and I don't I, I've got to imagine it's the first time in modern history that 
that uh, a senior has ever been stopped on the street by a teenager to tell them how cool their walker is. But that's fantastic. I love to hear that because you imagine that little, that boost of pride uh, to that, to that senior user is invaluable. And so I love, I love to hear those stories. And certainly from a fall prevention standpoint, you know, because people are able to get inside of our tour, it allows them to get a lot closer. I mean, right up to a counter or a sink um, and, you know, use whatever's in front of them or reach up for that, that uh, coffee mug versus what happens most times because there's that fixed seat in the way. Everyone has seen this. People take their rollator and they push it off to the side and then they go up to the counter with nothing around them now. And then they reach for something and they throw themselves off balance and end up having a fall. So the ability to always be inside your walker and always have something around you to help prevent that fall um, is, is invaluable. And we've heard it over and over again from our customers, but also from their doctors and their physical therapists about uh, how important that is um, that their clients and, and their patients are, are using the product and, and it's there when they actually need it uh, and not pushed off to the side. Exactly. Well, as we all know, number of falls is a metric that's calculated along with census and <laughs> attrition, all, you know, the, all, all those turnover, staff turnover. So I think that that will really resonate with senior living communities. So Jeremy, as you look around and all the opportunities out there, what gets you most excited <laughs> these days? <laughs> well, I mean, the thing that gets me most excited these days is, I got to say, is still the uh, the reviews that we get from our customers. I mean, if you, if you go on our on our website at, at Bimotivo, you can see these reviews. I mean, people are writing essays uh, for the reviews about how the tour has changed their life. And you know, if you look at you know other other product categories, if you get if you get a few words of people to write a positive review, you're usually ecstatic from a product design standpoint. And we're getting you know, such rich feedback from people about just how much this means to them to be able to, for the first time, go to the end of their driveway and get the mail by themselves because the tour makes it easier for them to walk or easier for them to breathe because they're walking more upright. Um, or they're able to go to the kitchen and get their own uh, plate of food for themselves or, or for them and their spouse and bring it back all on their own without having to rely on somebody, um, you know, those are the things and, and, and the elements of these reviews that are, are, are really uh, touching and getting up in the morning and being able to re read those reviews is what gets me most excited these days and, and makes me think that I'm getting closer to fulfilling that, that promise I made to my dad. Oh, I love that. And it's, it's funny, I don't want to go too far, um, by saying that a product can help overcome ageism, but I, I kind of think yeah. that the Motivo tour is going a long way to that because, because if somebody's ashamed and, and any kind of disability brings on a lot of shame and judgment from the general public or the well, if you will, and um, just the ability to go outside with pride and dignity is such an amazing thing. So thank you so much for what you're doing, Jeremy. And I can't wait to see the Mativo in, in every restaurant in town. <laughs> well, thank, well, thank you very much, Nancy, for the opportunity and, and uh, how much you're doing for bringing innovation to the senior living community as well. Uh, this has been a real pleasure. 
Well, thank you for supporting us. You've been listening to the Glowing Older Podcast. 